0: Have you heard of the sleep stress cycle? It's normal and expected for sleep to be impacted by stress here and there, but when you get stuck in a sleep stress cycle, it can cause big problems for your everyday life and functioning and even lead to much bigger problems. So let's talk about it in today's episode. You want to sleep better? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Sleep Seekers Podcast with me, your host, Emma Ashford. This show is all about you and your sleep. Protecting it, promoting it, restoring it and enjoying it. And all this naturally, no medications required. I teach the skills that mean your mind and body can allow the right amount of good quality sleep to come easily to you at the right time. In a world that can so easily take it away, I want to put sleep back at the top of the agenda. Your journey to great sleep and all the wonderful benefits it brings starts here. Hello and welcome back to the Sleep Seekers podcast. I'm your host, Emma Ashford. In this season of the podcast, we're talking about stress and how stress affects sleep to mark Stress Awareness Month throughout April. If you haven't listened to the last episode yet, it might be a good idea to go and do that now. In the last episode, I talked about how stress affects sleep specifically and what signs you might notice in your sleep or your lack of it that would be caused by stress. Stress is one of the biggest factors that causes disruption to our sleep, so it's really important to understand it and learn to protect sleep from the impacts of stress. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the stress sleep cycle. We'll talk about what it is, how you might end up stuck in it, and what we need to do to change it. Loads of us go in and out of the sleep-stress cycle, and many people spend a lot of their time there, and yet so often we don't recognize it. So this episode is about starting to shine a light of awareness on the sleep-stress cycle, because of course we can't change what we're not even aware of. So let's get into it. It's completely normal for elevated stress levels to cause problems with sleep because stress hormones keep our bodies alert and awake. So nothing's gone wrong and it's perfectly normal and expected that this will happen occasionally. Yes, it even happens to me. But ideally, we'd only ever want this to be for a day or two before returning to normal. So you dip into the cycle, then you're able to correct it or the stress passes. And as long as the effects of stress on your sleep is just for a night or two here and there, it's no big deal. It can be a bit annoying, but it doesn't have to have a detrimental impact on your overall sleep or your overall life in general. So what is the sleep stress cycle? This is the frustrating experience when stress is affecting your sleep. So you don't get enough sleep or enough good quality sleep. Then you're sleep deprived. And when you're sleep deprived, it naturally activates the stress response. I sometimes think about this being like the engine has to rev a bit harder to get the same results. So when you're sleep deprived, your mind and body have to use the stress response to get the required output, to basically function at the same level as everyone else or as your normal, rather than it being easy and natural, like it normally is when you've got enough sleep in the tank. So when you're sleep deprived, the engine has to rev a bit harder and it uses the stress response to do that. Everything about our being relies on sleep. So when you're sleep deprived, everything becomes a bit harder. It's harder to concentrate, your resilience is lower, you might be more reactive or more emotional, your memory isn't as sharp. So all the things become harder, which makes your day harder, which then further raises your stress levels and makes it even more difficult to get a good night's sleep because your stress levels are so much higher. And then that will lead you again to being more sleep deprived the next day because now you've got two nights of bad sleep instead of just one and that increases your stress levels and then obviously on and on this cycle can go. So stress and sleep have a very reciprocal relationship and they can feed each other positively or negatively. In my sleep optimizer programme, I call it the mirror effect. So your night is reflecting your day and your day is reflecting your night. So you can see from all of that, the level of your stress really matters for your sleep. And I think most of us can say that we've been there. We've had experiences where stress has impacted our sleep, either in quantity, quality or both. But the problem is that this sleep stress cycle can go on for weeks or even months at a time. And at its worst, it can go on for years and years. And this is one of the types of insomnia that I treat because once you're deeply entrenched in this cycle, it can be very challenging slash impossible to get out of on your own. You, when you're deeply entrenched in that cycle, you often need help from a professional to do that. So that's a bit about what the stress sleep cycle is. So how does this reciprocal relationship between stress and sleep become so problematic and leave people stuck in the cycle? Well, it usually starts with a period of elevated stress and that can be stress in varying forms. So I'm going to talk more about that in the next episode. But for now, it starts with a period of elevated stress, which then causes problems for sleep. So far, so normal. But what can easily happen is that the bad night's sleep then begins to affect you. So adequate sleep is critical to your physical and mental well-being, and when you're not getting it, it causes problems, and then how you respond becomes really, really important there are four main ways that I see people running into problems with the stress sleep cycle, which can then allow it to escalate into a bigger issue rather than passing after a night or two as we would want it to. So let me explain the four ways the impact of stress on sleep can cause bigger problems. So the first is if the stress doesn't or can't pass on its own after a few days. So let's say that you're stressed and worried about a meeting at work and you don't sleep well because of it. You're likely to have a harder day because you've not had enough sleep but then likely to feel some relief at the end of it once it's all done. If you're working to a deadline similar thing. The stress passes and most of the time we'll probably expect it to pass and so we don't get too in our heads about it. However, there are many different types of stress and stresses that have the potential to impact sleep. Again, I'm going to talk about that in more detail in the next episode. But not all of these types of stress can pass and certainly not quickly. Often, then, people will make the mistake of thinking that they're trapped in the cycle of bad sleep until such a day comes that the stress will improve. But that's really not a good strategy because the sleep deprivation, However normal it might begin to feel is having a detrimental impact all of the time. So if the stress doesn't or can't pass and no other changes are made, it will keep you stuck in the stress sleep cycle. The second is when we start to feel anxious about sleep or overthink sleep. So however normal it is that your sleep is reacting to your stress levels, Our lovely human mind likes to get involved and panic and create a whole host of incredibly unhelpful thoughts which ultimately actually feed the stress response and make the whole issue worse. We start thinking things like, oh, will I be able to sleep tonight? Or what if I can't sleep? Or what if I don't sleep at all? You might start to overthink sleep and get stressed about the process of getting to sleep. You might have thoughts like, if I lie on this side, I'll be able to sleep, or if I do X y Z, or if I don't do x y z things will have I will have more of a chance of sleeping. so all sorts of thoughts can be created by our lovely human brains that panic that worry that overthink, and left unchecked the anxiety and overthinking of sleep itself can raise the stress levels it can keep you stuck in the stress sleep cycle. Or it can become an anxiety, insomnia issue, where the anxiety of sleep has taken on a life of its own and is actually causing the sleep problems. So at that point, we're no longer reacting only to the stress, we're then being driven by the anxiety. So remember, when stress is affecting sleep, nothing has gone wrong. It's really important to try and keep a strong perspective on it and there are lots of techniques that can be used to help with this when you take the time to be educated on sleep number 3 when we start taking sleep medications or seeing sleep as a problem so when in the sleep stress cycle many people will decide to speak to a gp or go to a pharmacy to try and get something to help them to sleep and while that can feel like a really logical thing to do it can create far worse problems than it solves. A GP can usually only offer sleeping tablets or antidepressants, neither of which are usually necessary because when you're in the sleep stress cycle, there's nothing actually wrong with your sleep. Your sleep is simply reacting to your stress. Nothing has gone wrong. However, a lot can go wrong when we start medicating it. The medication issue is one for another day, one for another podcast, because it comes with a whole heap of warnings and caveats and times that they can be effective and useful. But for our purposes today, what we don't want is to start using medication when you're in the stress sleep cycle, because all we're doing is medicating normal and it can create far more problems than you actually are dealing with. And then number four, when we don't step in to correct the situation or break the cycle. So since not all stress can or will pass within a couple of days, and some stress is related to longer term situations, it's really important to step in and change something so that you can break the stress sleep cycle and begin to deescalate the situation and return things to a more sustainable, normal level, where you can be healthy and well rested whilst living alongside the stressful situation. If you don't change anything or step into that cycle in any way, then nothing will change, and if anything, things are likely to get worse. In some cases, over time, this can become a habit insomnia, which is a much bigger issue to resolve. So just to recap those, there are four main ways that people run into a bigger problem with the stress sleep cycle when it becomes a bigger issue. The first one is if the stress doesn't or can't pass on its own after a few days. The second is when we start to feel anxious about sleep or overthink it. The third is when we start to take sleep medications or we see sleep as a problem itself. And four is when we don't step in to correct the situation and break the cycle. From my perspective, working with people with sleep challenges all of the time, if more people were equipped to know what to do when they find themselves in the stress sleep cycle, we would have far fewer people with insomnia problems and many fewer people addicted to or feeling dependent on sleeping tablets. Sleep problems are very preventable, but only when we have the right knowledge and the right skill to tackle sleep challenges brought about by stress. You've already taken one step in that simply by listening to this podcast and understanding that there is a very normal reason why sleep responds to stress. But if you think you could be in the stress sleep cycle at the moment, or you know that your sleep is frequently disrupted by stress, What can you do about it? How do you break out of that frustrating loop? Firstly, are you in the Sleep Optimizer programme? If not, you should be. This is the programme that walks you through, step by step, all of the sleep skills that you need to optimise your sleep through all of life's ups and downs. It's everything that I wish everyone knew about sleep. And we do a Q and A session every month. So you get any questions you have about your sleep answered by me. You can start straight away. Just go to sleepseekers.academy or find the link to the sleep optimizer program in the show notes. So sleep optimizer program is absolutely what you should be doing. But then the advice I'd give to everyone going through a period of stress and noticing that your sleep is affected first implement really good wind down routines. If you have a lot of stress, your wind down time becomes even more imperative because it's the opportunity to create a positive runway into sleep and bring down the stress levels and move closer to the correct body chemistry for a good night's sleep. I've got loads of resources to help you with that. There is the wind down course that's included as part of the Sleep Optimizer program But if you want to do it just the wind down modules, they're taken out to be a standalone course that you can do. I also have the wind down journal that helps you to implement the science-backed strategies on a daily basis to really make the most of your wind down time. And then you'll find lots of podcast episodes dedicated to wind down time. Times of stress are when you should be strengthening your wind down time. So if you don't already have those resources, They are your first port of call. I'll put all of the links in the show notes. Second, you need to learn to punctuate your stress during the day so that you're not just relying on your wind down time to bring your stress levels down ready for sleep. So learning strategies to bring down your stress levels throughout the day is when you start to take some control over the situation. And then that helps your sleep at the same time. Because remember the mirror effect. What happens in the day is really important to your sleep. We cover lots of this in the Sleep Optimizer program. And I also have the Your Stress Matters program, which is full of strategies on how to punctuate and help yourself with stress. So if you're serious about learning to manage your stress better, that's for you. Again, links are in the show notes. And then third, when you're in the stress sleep cycle... Even if only for a short period of time, you need to establish and maintain really good boundaries. When you go to bed at night, your brain needs to know that it's safe to stop and relax. You need to create the space that allows it to happen. It's no good to be responding to emails right up until bedtime, for example, because your mind's going to find it really hard to switch off from it. Boundaries should apply to all sorts of things, to protect your sleep and your nighttime from the stress and the busyness of daytime activities. Boundaries relate to your thoughts and the busyness of your mind just as much to screen time and technology. Again, there's lots of detail on this in the Sleep Optimizer program and the Wind Down Journal helps you to implement this every single day. But have a think about your boundaries and how and where you would benefit from implementing or improving your boundaries to help you to switch off for a better night's sleep. So I think I'll stop there. There's so much I could say. This is a really big topic and one that I wish people knew so much more about. I hope that helps you to understand the stress sleep cycle much more, what it is, what's normal, where it becomes problematic and some of the key things you should be doing if you find yourself affected. Please visit sleepseekers.academy for more information on all of the resources available for learning more and going deeper. That's all from me today, so I hope you have a great day, and I'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the Sleep Seekers podcast. Don't forget to visit sleepseekers.academy to find out more, and give us a follow on your preferred social media channel so you can stay up to date with what's happening. See you next time!